0: Ready. All right. Welcome
1: to the live stream, everyone. Uh, Here with me is Dan Frio uh, to the left as always. Dan is the leader of our team. So we're mortgage advisors licensed in all 50 states. Um, So feel free to ask your questions here in the chat and we'll get to those. But what we're going to cover today primarily um, is the new Fed rate change that just happened. Um, So the Fed meeting happened like 30 minutes ago or it wrapped up about 30 minutes ago. Um, So Dan is going to get into that, its impact on mortgage rates. um, And then obviously how much mortgage rates are going to impact, uh, how much demand there is in housing is going to change. If you're looking to buy a house, um, how high your monthly payment is going to be, that's tied to mortgage interest rates, um, which uh, in some ways is impacted by the Fed's rate uh, increase. Um, And then also the demand of houses, how expensive homes are um, as more people are looking to buy houses. So Dan, do you want to give us like a whole overview of what you happened? Bet. Sweet.
0: Back he is back by unanimous demand this young fellow over here. So everybody's like, "Where's yeah, Kyle? Where's sure. Kyle on your videos? Where's Kyle?" So I asked Kyle, I pulled him out of his chair today and said, like, "Dude, we got to do a live event. Perfect day too because it's the Fed." So what happens is the the Fed met today and they raise rates a quarter percent. So that was kind of baked into the card. So I'll, let's just go we'll go through the economics real quick, and then we'll start answering some questions. Kyle has an appointment to go to. So we're, this is going to be about a half hour, you know, hit and, hit and move on. So what they did is they came out and they raised rates. We all knew that they were going to raise rates, but there was some pieces of the puzzle. I just got done watching this whole thing. Um, what happens is federal chairman Powell, they increase the rates, and then he goes out in front of you know reporters and everything and, and gives his speech. Now, it's usually cookie cutter. He usually says exactly the same thing every time. This time, if you really know what you're listening to, he made a comment, and this is what's now really affecting the markets in a, in a much positive way. He said the real federal funds rate right now is well above the, the expected rate. Okay, so basically what that means is they're comfortable where rates are right now on the federal funds rate so in a roundabout way he keeps saying they're just going to watch the data that's going to be data dependent and all this other stuff i'm pretty sure after this one uh there's a there's a little bit longer duration of time from this meeting and the next meeting their 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 foot's going to be off the uh, gas pedal and you're probably going to see a lot of analysts come in tomorrow kind of giving you that same input so what's happening right now is we're seeing is if you follow my channel if you don't basically what we do is I do an economics channel to teach you guys real estate and and why mortgage rates do what they do and and the economics behind everything. What Kyle does is he educates you guys on programs and and things like that. Like, you know, do you qualify for USDA? Is FHA a better better program for you? So today with the with, with happening with the Fed it was kind of a relief to all the markets. So now you saw the, the, the stock market was basically just flat. I think the Dow Jones was in negative territory. Once the Fed came out with this decision and actually he, after, after federal chairman Powell spoke, the markets are rallying. So I think the Dow Jones is, is now up 200 and we have a rally in the MBS market. What the MBS market is basically a mortgage backed securities that trade on Wall Street, uh, and here it is. So what you want to see right here in the middle of your screen, you're seeing a 30 year UMBS. Basically what that is, is it's a mortgage backed security. It's a bond that trades on Wall Street. Most people, if you talk to a most mortgage people, they're going to say, you know, if you ask them, what do you monitor to figure out what's going on with mortgage rates? They're going to come in and say, well, the 10 year treasury. Well, if they tell you that they're wrong. Okay, it does have somewhat of a correlation, but why not just watch exactly what mortgage rates are doing? So what you're seeing in the middle of your screen is where it says MBS 98. With the 98 is the price of that bond. So all you need to know when it comes to all this, if the price of the bond is going up, which you're seeing in this category, if it's up, that means the rates or the yields are coming down. Okay, there's an inverse, a yin-yang relationship be, be, between these. So this is great news. It was up just 30 um, about a second ago. It's probably going to reprieve rates down. We should be teetering back below 7% when the markets open back, to, back up uh, tomorrow morning. You can see at the bottom of your screen, you see it just says in better. Uh, it says reprice SunWest. So we're, we are we are actually mortgage advisors. We work at a, a federal bank uh, that gives us a license to lend all over the country, but we are also, also are one of the country's largest mortgage brokers. So you can see on here that eight, eight lenders so far that we work with have come up with better rates. And you're seeing that right down below here. I don't know if you can see it on my screen. Right down below there, the green where it says reprice eight, Eight companies, eight banks already came back and and repriced their their mortgages at lower rates, so uh, that's basically what's going on today in regards to the economics behind things. So this was fantastic news uh, for a lot of people, especially the markets. When I when I talk about the markets, I talk about the stock market and the bond markets. So this is great news. The verbiage again from the Federal Reserve was yes, they increase rates, but the markets like what the federal chairman Powell said in interest rates or, or pushing rates further in the future, I think they finally are going to take their foot off the gas pedal. So that's what's going on in the economics calendar, uh, Kyle. So maybe since you have a meeting to go to, I just wanted to make sure people were informed on that. Let's, If you don't mind, let's answer some of the questions people have out there because it looks like uh, they're they're starting to pour in. Uh, cool. Uh,
1: let's see. Kevin uh, said I had my pre-approval um, from you guys for about a month. I just put in an offer last night. Um, if it gets accepted, should I do a rate lock as soon as possible or just let things ride? P.S. John Ehlers, uh, who's on our team is awesome. Um, Dan, what are your thoughts on rate locks once Uh, you get a, and maybe can you also explain what is a rate lock, uh, for people who are new to the home buying process?
0: Perfect. So thank Kevin. Thank you so much for, for using our services. Here's what I'd suggest you use. Leave it up to us. Okay, what we do is, this is what I do almost all day. I'm the economic geek on the team. Kyle, he's the, he knows the programs like the back of his hand. Uh, he can tell you every which way, but Sunday on how to get a loan done, I'm the one that, that controls or watches the, the economics behind things. So what I do on a daily basis, uh, I let our team know what's going on. And so w- it, it's kind of like buying a stock. Here, here's what locking in a rate means. Okay, so let's say for example, you like Google stock. Okay. So you're, you're starting to watch it. You're monitoring you. You're looking at it at its financials and things like that while you like the stock. And while you're watching it, that's called in essence, you'd be floating because you didn't actually buy the stock. Okay. So you didn't actually pull the trigger on that. Once you buy the stock, it, it's done and over with, you can't go back like the next day. If the price goes down, you can't go back to your broker the next day and say, mm, you know, I, I want to turn in my stock at yesterday's price. And I want to buy it back at the lower price we have today doesn't work that way. It's the same thing with rate locks. So once you lock in your rate, you're basically locked in. Now, one of the reasons why we love being brokers and we've, I've been a broker for 30 years, is it gives us the ability, like I was saying previously, we, we work with probably close to 80 different lenders throughout the whole country. These are banks, finance companies, mortgage companies, big companies that you would have heard of. Let's say for example today we locked in your rate to just be cautious because we didn't know what the federal reserve was going to do so we locked in your rate you know just we err on the side of caution but then rates just plummet well you're not stuck if you're working with us you're not stuck what we can do is we have all your information we have your whole mortgage application file we're just going to go back to that lender and say can we renegotiate the rates with with you because you know rates have plummeted as you know and we hate to pull this from you but we we, you know if you don't work with us on rates we're going to have to go to another bank because rates are a little bit lower that's what we can do for you so kevin on your side of the equation what i would suggest is let us monitor this for you a lot of times what we'll do is we'll lock you in initially and then you know monitor rates and if they drop you know at a decent amount Within the time duration of you closing, we can always move your loan to a different lender because we already have everything. We have your application, we have your credit, we have your income, we have your appraisal, we have your title reports, we got everything. So it's easy for us to just kind of move and shake with, with the times. But we usually monitor John. John is phenomenal. Uh, I talk to him daily. So I usually talk with all the loan officers, giving them guidance on locks or not. This morning we weren't locking anybody because I, I basically knew that this was coming, but it was actually Better news than I thought. So, uh, Kevin, yeah. I would just leave it up to us if you don't mind. If you're really squeamish about it, um, you know, we will lock you in immediately. But I always say, you know, let us let us monitor the market, watch, you know, try to catch you a little bit of a bottom on rates, and then we can lock in.
1: Can you explain really briefly how? Because I think a lot of people are going to hear Fed increase interest rates, uh, and then they're going to think, okay, mortgage rates are also going to increase at the same time. So can you okay. explain how so, those are different? How does the Fed yep. rate increase, but mortgage rates are actually, we're estimating them coming down. There's actually better pricing now.
0: Yep. So with the federal funds rate, here's the, here's the one thing people don't understand. When the Fed changes rates or they increase rates, all they're increasing, they control one one interest rate it's the federal funds rate, okay? What the federal funds rate is, is interbank lending rates. So for example, you might have a bank, banks are required to have X amount of reserves in their asset portfolio at the end of the day. So let's say it's hundred million dollars, but at the end of the day, they're a million dollars short. So they can't close their doors for the day because they don't have enough money. They don't have enough liquidity in their systems to actually be solvent. So we saw that, remember a couple, two, three months ago when everybody was all these banks are gonna close down everywhere and so forth. They basically had a run on the bank. So what happens is when that bank needs money, they go to another bank and say, hey, I need a you know, million dollars overnight to just meet my reserve requirements. That loan, the interest rate on that loan is the federal funds rate, okay, that's it. Well, because bank costs are going up, because that rate went up, they're gonna pass that increase over to you, the consumer, but on short-term maturity loans, meaning like personal loans, credit cards car loans now mortgages are on a whole different animal they're on that mortgage bond that we just want we just watched a minute ago where i was showing you what was going on in the bond market so it mainly looks the mortgage-backed security is a bond that like i said trades on wall street it's competing with other bonds such as corporate bonds uh, treasuries and everything else. So it just depends on the appetite of people right now on which investment tool they're going to buy. So right now, based on this data, the the anticipation on the, in the markets is inflation's coming down because the Federal Reserve kind of said that. Here's what you're seeing. Is that live right now? So they're down yeah. nine ticks? Yes. Yeah, I predicted they'd be down. I predicted by the end of the day, they'd be down 0. 0.125. And I was darn, darn close. So we are back under uh, 6% or 7%, like I just said right before this, and I didn't know this data because this is live as you're as we're speaking. So basically it's just, it's a bond that's competing with other bonds in the markets. So this news was basically a relief in the markets. That's why you're seeing the Dow Jones increasing too, because they're saying, well, inflation's coming down. If you look at the, the projection on where the federal funds rate or where the Federal Reserve is gonna be next year, next year they're anticipating their rate the rate they they control the federal funds rate to be one about one and a quarter to one and a half lower mid-year next year than it is today so that is a relief for all the markets saying okay inflation's finally it's starting to go away we went from nine percent down to three percent it's still coming down now many of you guys might be out there and it's like okay i don't see it anywhere it is coming, it, it is coming around all over the place. And I if you want to check out this this information on a daily basis, please check out my channel. It's called The Rate Update with Dan Frio on YouTube. And I post a video every day, usually by 10 a.m. in the morning, to give you guys, you know, what's going on in the economics and basically what we just talked about.
1: Yeah. And I, I think the biggest lesson from this too is Everyone got this so confused when the Fed started to increase rates over the past, uh, you know, year and a half or so. When did it start? About a, a year and a half ago.
0: Yeah, they raised rate. It's the most they've ever raised rates in consecutive meetings ever in history.
1: Yeah, so we, the federal funds rate a year conflating. ago was like zero.
0: Yeah, Which, it, it had
1: been the z- close to zero or close to zero for so long that yeah. everyone kind of forgot <laughs> like how uh, the Fed funds rate works. Um, yep. At least in like the news. And so then you see the Fed funds or are, are the Federal Reserve increasing their overnight interest rate. And then everyone's like mortgage rates are increasing because of this. When in reality, it was the kind of a classic example of like correlation doesn't equal causation kind of thing where it's, yep. no inflation, which is what was driving mortgage interest rates up. Same thing with today's meeting. It's not that the Federal Reserve increased rates and then all of a sudden mortgage rates changed because they actually have lowered because you know, once the Fed increased their uh, overnight rate, it's more that inflation now is on a better track and inflation is like the number one enemy of mortgage interest rates. More inflation goes up, the higher uh, mortgage rates go up. When inflation comes down, mortgage rates come down um, because you know, mortgages are usually 30 year uh, bonds. And so over time, inflation erodes uh, the basic profit that a lender could get from a mortgage. Um, so inflation is terrible for mortgage lenders. So it's really interesting to see that that change happen today. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, maybe how people talk about uh, the Fed and mortgage rates and what they may get wrong there. Um, yeah. Mr. ABS said, uh, signed a purchase agreement. It's between the builder's preferred lender and a broker um, we've consulted with for over a year. Broker has no MI conventional loan with 2% DPA. Uh, that's the same down payment assistance program that we have. Um, I imagine it's very... I imagine that they're probably using the same wholesale that we use. Um, builder Preferred Lender has lower MI with DPA rate is half percent lower than broker. I did table looks like the builder preferred over oh, time will save us more money. Um oh there's more here. Uh, as far as that, I do have a tool that helps you like helps you compare loans that you can put in. Uh, it's called the loan clarity advisor. It's in uh, the description. Um, if you want to use that, you can put in all the data and it shows you all the numbers uh, for you if you want to take a look at that. Um, Reginald said, uh, you guys are my CNN. Well, thanks for watching, Reginald. Um, and then Packers Goat does not like CNN. <laughs> uh, also, he said, our home is expected to finish mid-February 24. Um, we're far out to lock... Uh, we are far out to lock this early. What if a broker says we can't change after locking? Do all brokers have a chance to renegotiate out of that lock? Um, it's interesting that they're saying they can't because working as a broker means that you work with several lenders. Um, now, there are some, there actually are some brokerages uh, that I won't say the names of that only work with one lender, and it kind of defeats the purpose of being a broker if you lock yourself down into one source of money. Um, But inherently being a broker, you can work with multiple sources of money, different wholesalers. So probably what they're saying is you can't change with that one specific lender, Um, that specific wholesaler. They could always just pull it from that wholesaler and move it to another one, especially since you're so far out from uh, needing to close, it's absolutely doable. And I don't know why that's something that they're saying they couldn't do. Um, Do you have any thoughts? on that dan no,
0: the, the only thing um what i would suggest is is your is the builder's preferred lender giving you any credits because for a while a lot of them were giving you know five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars in credits if you use their preferred lender now a lot of them aren't doing that anymore because they don't really have to they have a monopoly on home sales right now because no existing homes are selling so like in your case you're either building a house or buying a brand new built home because really, it's hard to find an existing home, um, but I would, I wouldn't pay any excessive fees right now to lock in a rate uh, coming f- com to, that's coming due in February, because basically, based on this news that we got today from the Fed, um, they're expecting rates. Six months from now to be a little bit lower, one year from now to be about one one, between 1% and 1.25% lower than they are today. That's based on the dot plots and all the economic data that the Federal Reserve has been providing us. And again, that's another one where this morning I went over on my videos, the dot plot. So you guys might hear a lot of information within the next day or two because of the Fed meeting. They're going to start talking about the dot plot. So basically what the dot plot is, is the Federal Reserve consists of a whole bunch of members. Federal Chairman Powell is like the grand poobah of all this thing. So what they do is every meeting they put a dot in where they they want each individual member wants the federal funds rate. Well, this year they expected the, the federal funds rate to get to 5.5 to 5.75. And he has it right on the screen right here. Look, Look, scan over to next year. So right now, if you could see, Well, where the the most amount of dots are right in that area there, that puts us at a federal funds rate of about 5.75, and that's where we will be today after the the rate adjustments. Now, look at 2024 and look at 2025. You can see right through there is a substantial reduction. This is from the Fed, guys. This is direct information from the Fed. So their dot plots are saying next year at this time, rates are probably going to be about one and a quarter percent lower than they are right now. So that's why I keep saying, guys, please don't try the time to time the market on interest rates. If you find a house that fits for you right now, it fits those Kyle's, you know, his 10 criteria of buying the your first house, you're going to have an opportunity to refinance down the road. Because if you knew the dynamics behind all of this, um, you know, what caused rates to get to two and a half percent on 30 year fixed rates about two years ago, and now why are they at seven? If you know all the reasons behind that, you're on you're on. You know it's going to go on in here and then also in 2024, because the Federal Reserve artificially were buying mortgage-backed security bonds. They're buying them in the tune of $40 billion a month to drive down mortgage rates to help people. So now when they stop that, rates automatically just jumped up because the, the Federal Reserve wasn't buying mortgage-backed securities, and now they're actually selling mortgage-backed securities so i know i'm all over the board confusing you so if you want to learn more about the economics behind all this please check out my channel uh to find out you know more of that and watch on a daily basis even if you watch for a week or two i think you'll learn a lot about just economics in general
1: Mm -hmm. and one thing interesting to keep in mind too with with interest rates is as we see like home prices continuing to increase Um, primarily because of like supply and demand issues. There aren't enough homes for how many buyers want to purchase those homes. And even with rates being where they are now in the 7% range, that demand is only going to increase uh, as interest rates decrease in the future. Um, And, you know, over the next two years really isn't enough time to solve the supply issues that are happening right now. Um, At least I'm not aware of any like magical solution. That's just going to flood the market with supply. Um, if that was the case, like a lot of people would be talking about it. Uh, it's just not feasible at the moment. And so I think it's going to get even more competitive as rates do decrease. It's going to bring out more home buyers and make it more, uh, make it more competitive to look at purchasing, um, a home.
0: Yeah. everybody you talk to is always saying, well, I'm going to buy next year because you know, the houses are going to crash and mortgage rates are going to come down. Well, you know, i've been a proponent since 2021 that house prices aren't going to crash house supply house demand or house sales the sales are plummeting off the roof they're they're i think an all-time low on the number of units being sold or or out in the market but there's still demand we actually had a record month we had our best month in two years this month so people are buying there's pent-up demand so if you're sitting out there there are areas like i said before you know, on the West Coast that saw 40, 50% appreciation in two years, yeah, they're gonna see a 10, 15% reduction in their their prices, you know, because you just can't, those, those can't be sustained and that market is oversaturated. But you see in the Midwest, I'm in the Midwest, our prices here have just been, they've been tacking along like they always do. So the people yeah. that just keep complaining, you know, saying about the crash, I keep asking them, where is it and why are you saying there's a crash? Just because house prices are up, you know, this high, doesn't mean the the market's going to completely crash. There's a supply demand uh, dyna- dynamic behind it all.
1: Uh, Kenneth said, "I think it's important to acknowledge if you change lenders to obtain a better rate, to reset expectations of timeframes and potential guideline differences." Yeah, and if uh, as a broker, when we do that, those are things that we always consider. What is the timeline, and then what are the guideline differences, which are pretty minimal, but between lender to lender overlays are pretty, uh, at least with the lenders we work with, are pretty small. Um, and yeah. we're never going to place someone with a lender that they're not going to qualify with, uh, as far as expectations on timelines. Absolutely. Um, on the broker side, that's easier for us since we actually, like we can work directly with the lender. Um, if a client is switching lenders, then yeah, that changes things completely. And then they also have to worry about, you know, will their appraisal transfer? Will the new lender will, or will the previous lender release it? Will the new lender accept it, um, and issues, uh, there as well. Um, uh I have chargebacks on my credit report. Um, I'm assuming you mean charge offs, uh, where the lender basically wrote off the debt. Charge offs on my credit report that's been over three years uh that I couldn't delete. Is it realistic to be able to buy a house within the next two years? Um you wanna take that, Dan?
0: Yeah. So there's the difference between charge, I don't know if it's a charge off or a collection. So there's huge differences there. So if it's charged off. Don't worry about it, because what happened was the company said we can't. We, we've been trying to collect on this debt, we we just can't seem to collect on it. So we're going to write it off on our taxes. So now at that point they can't legally collect on it because they already wrote it off. So you don't have to worry about that. It is affecting your credit scores, but over time, every month, your your it will affect it less and less and less. Now a collection, if you have a collection, if they cumulatively. Uh, add up to over $2,000. So you might have you know, three or four collections, add them all up. If they cumulatively come over 2,000, they all have to be paid off. If they come to $1,999, you don't have to worry about them. So huge difference between collections and charge-offs. Um,
1: let's see. Uh, thanks for the great info. Question not related to rates. If I have a car loan that will be paid off, Uh, Only nine months after my home pre-approval, the lenders typically factor into DTI calculations. Um, No. So if it's uh, 10 or fewer months, um, then that can be excluded on a car loan, not a car lease. If you have a car lease, it has to be uh, still included in the debt to income ratio. Um, So uh, let's see, after my home pre-approval, the only thing to keep in mind here is it's going to be based on the closing date, not on your pre-approval date. Um, so just something to keep in mind there, but it sounds like you should be good. Um, fun days. Hey, we're looking for a house in Colorado. Uh, is it a good idea? We can use a HELOC for a down payment. You want to take that?
0: We are looking for a house in Colorado. Okay, cool. It's, it's good idea. We can use a HELOC for, yes, you can. So I, I was trying to figure out there was something in there that I need to kind of figure out. If, if you thought it was a good idea to buy in Colorado, I'm like, I don't know. If you want to buy in Colorado and you, that's where you live and work and everything, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think they're asking if it was a HELOC, yeah. Yeah, you can use a HELOC on your primary or one of your properties to use as a down payment. That's no problem at all. We just have to factor in what that new payment would be in regards to uh, your debt ratio. But yeah, people do that all the time, when they're, especially when they're buying investment properties
1: yes Um, i was gonna see if i can pull up for the oh my waiting periods charts is that gonna come up it's not well all right uh jack said can you get an fha loan after two years bankruptcy discharge um yes after the discharge date you can all right and i think that's all the questions that we have for now um we just want to kind of go through oh do you have anything to add
0: No, no, no. The main reason why I was actually, I was the one to reach out to Kyle uh, last week and I said, hey, would you mind doing, let's do a live on Wednesday just to kind of give some feedback to people in regards to what the Federal Reserve has done or or going to do. I just want you guys to be informed, you know, because there's so much bad information out there and you're going to see, you know, the world's ending and all this other stuff. Based on the, the the news from the Fed, um, it's starting to really calm the markets because they they like the numbers and where they're coming in right now. They're saying inflation's coming down. We just we try to educate you guys in every area we can. The economics behind housing, you know, the guidelines behind housing and everything else to guide you to make sure you just don't hit those first time uh, home buyer kind of things where you, you always see those videos is I bought my first house and it was a disaster. Didn't we have one recently that the the they came in and said they did they waived their inspection and they didn't do this and they didn't do that. And it was like that wasn't very smart to do any of that. You know, and then they got into the house and the the, the foundation was cracked and this didn't work and that didn't work. You know, I, I hate to say it, but that's on, you know, that's on you on that, those ones, because you need to do your due diligence. This is, this will be probably the biggest investment you'll ever make in your lifetime. Make sure you do it right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, if you have any other questions uh, I'll put my email here in the chat. When the house you live? And I'll put Dan's in there as well. Um, feel free to email us if we weren't able to get to your question. Um, and we're going to sign off here, but we should probably do another live soon. Um, yeah. If you don't follow Dan already, uh, Dan is our team lead. Again, we're mortgage advisors in all 50 states. Um, we would love to help you out if you're looking at getting pre-qualified, you want to take a look at rates, um, you want to ask questions about buying a home, uh, the link is in the description. Uh, Our emails are here in the chat as well. And then follow Dan on his YouTube channel, uh, The Rate Update with Dan Frio. Uh, Thank you all for watching, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thanks, folks. Take care.